Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shaped some of the people that you know, love, and follow. Today's topic is going to be, I think, a fun one for a lot of you. Um, myself, I'll give you all a little bit of background of my cred. And for any of you out here there or out there that can relate, great. So... Uh, I started my career in sales, uh, you know, really when I got to college. Um, in college, I worked for a telemarketing company. And so I had to call people up and I had to get people to a timeshare pitch vacation. So for, for those of you who don't know what that's like, it's like I've got to convince you to go to Tunica, Mississippi for two, two nights and three days. And then I'd throw in a bunch of perks and it was only like 35 bucks. Right, but I I had to make sure that you gave me um, uh, your credit card number over the phone. So that was the big thing. I literally had to convince you to give me your credit card number over the phone. So that was not necessarily like always the easiest thing to do. So, but what I found is very early, I was very good at. I was good like a. I was good at. I was okay with like being humble, getting hung up on. you know, all the things around like having a thick skin, I was relatively serviceable at. So yeah, so I found I had kind of a natural ability to to do that. Now, I didn't realize the process of sales until much later in my life. Um, I was probably 26. I was working at a company called Career Builder. Many of you, if you follow me, you've probably heard a version of the story. Shout out to all my Career Builder people, if there are any out there, since I'll be in Chicago. Um, hit me up. That's where the HQ is. So let's see, Shane calling in from Colorado Springs. What's going on, Shane? I say calling in, but yeah, I think it's just because it's like old legacy mindset. Like nobody's actually calling in, right? Well, you are yeah, actually, maybe you all are on your phone, but I guess it's still not technically a call in. Um, feel free, like I said, drop where you're joining from. Um, also, if you have any questions, I try to monitor the comments and chat as well. So as I go through this, feel free to be selfish. You know, we're going to spend 30 minutes together. I'm going to share my top five habits of highly successful salespeople. Some of them uh, you will be able to relate to. Some of them you might be like, this dude is insane. There we go. Birmingham, Alabama is in the house. I'm sure they're getting excited, man. Football season's kicking off. Alabama actually opens up here in Austin versus Texas. Uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to go for Texas. Let's put it that way. Brandon, I think, I think you and I both know how it's going to go for Texas uh, there. So, all right, we're going to jump into it. So my number one, okay, number one most successful trait that I see in, in top performers, and again, I'll toss myself in that hat, is be creative and break shit, right? So what do I mean by that? I'll tell a story about my very first job in sales, okay? My very first job in, in, in um, post-college. So post-college, I got a job with the Tampa Bay Rays, um, yeah, Shane, it was rough, but you know, honestly, I had a lot of fun with it because like, I'm calling like so many people telemarketing, like I, I finally realized like, who cares if they hang up on me? Like who cares? And so I think that mindset made me successful. So my first job after college was with the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, who at the time were the worst team in major league baseball. 
And I was selling season tickets, premium tickets, um, suites, things like that. And so imagine you're the worst team in baseball and it's the worst stadium in Major League Baseball. Okay. I mean, look, shout out to all the Rays fans. I love you out there. Let's be honest. The sta- I've been to all, I, I can say that because I've been to every single Major League Baseball stadium. Uh, that's just like a, a fun Jake fact. If you didn't know, I have been to every single uh, Major League Baseball stadium. Um, so after the first season, our inbound phone loop, some of you are going to love this. Some of you are going to like hate me for this, maybe. So I, was, I, was, I got promoted three times. I moved from groups, group ticket sales to... Um, well, then after, what, uh, after group season tickets, then I moved to uh, uh, account executive. Then I moved to senior account executive within the first year, year 16 months. Near, like year to 16 months-ish. So I got promoted really quickly. I was doing really well. And then how the inbound phone loop work was this. It was, it was basically like a circle. Okay, like this. And so what would happen is if my counterpart was on the phone and I wasn't, it would skip them, come to me. So like, think of like a really janky version of a round robin. That's probably the best way to put it. So the reason I say be creative, break shit. So then again, I'm already uh, be creative. And again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a counterbalance to this story too. Uh, try new things. I want LinkedIn to take it down because I typed break shit. Um, although I don't think they really care. I've noticed that. Um, so what I did at the end of the season is this. I looked in our, in our CRM, which was junk at the time. And I did a scatter plot. And I don't know. I, like, I was not the best student, but I love stats for some reason. I don't know. Um, I did a scatter plot of every single inbound phone call like, that converted from the entire season before. So basically, in the offseason, I did an analysis. I just pulled up the data. And what I found is, is that there were these spots like right before lunch, like 11 to 11.30, then later like 2 to 2.30, then like 4 to 4.30. So there are these spots that nobody called in. And so in my mind, I'm like, why don't I just make all my cold calls during those times and then clean up on the inbound front? And so that's what I did. So, so, so starting that next Monday, I'm just sitting there. I'm doing like some emails. I'm doing like... I'm working. I'm not like being lazy. Um, and so... It probably took... I'm like, Tampa Bay Rays, it's Jake. Tampa. So I'm getting all the inbounds. So all my, all my counterparts, there's probably 12 of us, are making calls. And so because they're making calls, all the inbounds are just getting routed to me. Then at 11 to 11.30, I start cranking my calls because I know statistically people are less likely to call in. Then I stop. All the inbounds come to me. Then I start cranking calls again. And uh, after like two or three days, and I might have been even on day one, People are like, Jake, what are you doing? Like, why are you getting all the inbound calls? I literally pulled up my spreadsheet. I go, guys, look, because nobody calls in during these times. So I'm just going to make all my calls here. They're like, well, that's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair, guys? I did the analysis. You all, all of you, I, I literally showed, these are my peers. I showed them the data. I said, you guys are more than welcome to do exactly what I'm doing. Statistically, you should do exactly what I'm doing. Statistically. I guess how many of them did it? None. About two or three weeks later, <laughs> they changed the phone tree system. <laughs> but, but that was my begin- beginning on this idea of like, oh, I'm always thinking about what's something new I can test. What's something new? Establish a baseline first. So that's the key here. I want everyone to say this. Christopher, what's up, man? Yeah, DM me. Um, would love to try to catch up, maybe grab a coffee. Uh, when I'm in town, we'll have to look at my schedule tomorrow, but uh, definitely shoot me a DM and uh, we can try to connect. 
So that that's that was when I first learned this idea of that. And so how that manifests today is just think about A-B testing. You know, once you establish a baseline of success, something that works, then start to iterate. The problem that I see with a lot of people when it comes to be creative is they're always creative. That's, that's bad too. Instead, what you want to do is establish a baseline process and then start to A-B test. This goes back to like, I love chemistry, this whole scientific method. You know, you can't... Um, you, what you can't do is you can't test too many variables because then you don't know which one worked. And so I'm always, I'm all for, so again, I tested this inbound, et cetera. So for all of you out there, my number one trait of highly successful salespeople, it's not that they're these crazy creatives always doing it. That's not what I'm saying. They have great best practice baselines and then they're always trying new things to get better. And that's where I was able to destroy people really early in my career is I had a baseline process that I could execute. And then I'd hear my peer or somebody else saying something like they're spitting it a different way. And I would go, Oh, that's good. I'm going to steal that. And then I'd bolster on that piece. I'd read a book. Oh, that's good. I'm going to add that to here. And so, you know, I really had this kind of standardized process, but also, um, you know, was able to iterate. So Shane had a human bio degree. Yeah, exactly. If you kind of understand the basics of scientific, the scientific method, then you'll understand this. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review. 